and welcome to High Jinx, the place where we build nothing out of something. I'm Joe, one of three people involved in today's particular show, joined today by Curtis and Ezra. Steph Curry is optimistic he'll return for game one of the playoffs. <coughs> Fuck. <coughs> Sorry. Dragon. <laughs> Dragon, you can't screw up. I uh, just like lost my voice in the intro. <clears throat> Cut that, 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 cut that. Hello and welcome to High Jinx, the place where we build nothing out of something. I'm Joe, one of three people involved in today's particular show. Joined today by Curtis and Ezra. Steph Curry is optimistic he'll return for game one of the playoffs. What's something that you're optimistic about? Well, I might actually have a fantasy baseball pitching staff by the end of this week, so... That's about all I got to look forward to. Ezra has been decimated by injuries. <laughs> we should just release your team publicly so that people can have a warning uh, right. of what to do. It, it's been yeah. something special. Uh, it, it, it really is. Decimation. Yeah. I think I might be able to sway betting lines at this point. Uh, who, who are some of the guys you had? Uh, had DeGrom go down right away. <laughs> Bauer, they just pushed his return out even further. Clevenger went down last his last start. Uh, who's the other one? I had one other one. Oh, Gore, Mackenzie Gore ended up not making the opening day roster. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then Robbie Ray gets shelled. So, awesome. The DeGrom Ray going in big on those two is not looking super sweet. No, no. Spending 50% of your budget on two pitchers and getting slammed. Not working. By, by the all-star break, you're optimistic they'll be back. Curtis, what about you? Man, as a uh, Dallas Maverick fan, I'm optimistic about uh, Luca's calf. Uh, You're gonna need to be optimistic in the NBA right now. Yeah. Uh, he's out for Game One. They've uh, they came out and uh, announced that as of uh, about two hours ago. Uh, but uh, very optimistic that he'll start the uh, second game and be uh, his old self, and uh, we will get past uh, those pesky Utah Jazz. In uh, social psychology, there's an, a phrase, optimism bias. And he, I, I think you're <laughs> illustrating it right now. I mean, what are the odds he's not ready by Saturday? They already know he's not ready by Saturday. But by Monday, probably totally fine. Hey, I, I, they I don't say it's a 10 to 13-day injury. Yeah, You know, by Maybe. Monday, we're at the 11 days. I had a calf strain. I'm not saying I'm a professional athlete. I had a calf strain six to eight weeks, man. Six to eight weeks. I don't, I, I, they get re-injured they're they're tricky cats as my boy yeah. jimmy rollins once said calves are tricky cats well luca's got the uh talent to play on one calf he might have to i mean honestly he he might have to <laughs> he's not the yeah he might have to he's not the most athletic i mean i know well, he's athletic but he you know he's not fast well he's incredibly slow and he uses leverage and size um and he's basketball cue to to you know get his shots off and everything but it, it, you know we need him uh, we're, we're, we're not winning the series without Luca. That's that's period. In the no, we're, we're talking about bets later. And I've been dying to fade the Utah jazz all, all season. I've been talking about, it. I can't, they're, they're, you know, they are, they're fake. They're a facade. I always yes. want to bet against them. They're the Tennessee Titans uh, of the NBA. I'm always ready to bet against them. I was like, can't wait to bet against the jazz. And now <laughs> sports will rip your heart. Out. We could not have asked for a better draw than the Utah jazz. We could not have asked for a better matchup and we get the matchup we want. Uh, yep. You know, the Mavs are ahead of schedule. And then uh, last game of the year, second quarter, Lucas uh, pulls his little calf and uh, here we are. Was so, there any uh, hearts any... get ripped? So as the Matt, you're a Mavs fan, you know, was it, was it like, why were they playing him in the last game? Did it, did it seem you justified? Know, they weren't doing anything unusual. People okay. always have hindsight when it comes to stuff like that. So yeah, he, he Luca, basically never gets hurt. So. He never gets hurt. He's a remarkably healthy. He's 23 years old. Come on. Oh, man, what are the odds? Yeah. <laughs> so bad. They finally don't play the Clippers, and ah. and now Luca's <laughs> out, you know, for game one. It, it, Nobody's playing the Clippers. It's just madness. I mean, my personal prediction would be, like, game four? I don't know. I mean, I mm. you, you, like, two weeks. I just feel like you're, you're going to need two weeks from the time it happened. I mean, they still have a chance. They can still, I could see them even winning four straight uh, if, if Luca comes in, but. I don't like Utah. No. <laughs> uh, the state or the team? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's not a I don't like the good 20, people in Utah 21, or? 22 Utah Jazz. I'll be very clear. Utah is beautiful. 
Uh, yeah, I, I went to Salt Lake a couple years ago, and I was part. You know, Park I was City. like, "Wow, this this is Love pretty it. cool. Good breweries, good breweries." So it, I yeah. wasn't sure I would like it, but it was it was quite scenic and cool. It's a weird place. Something I'm optimistic about: my Byron Bucks, an MVP call, six games, three home runs for the mathematicians out there. That's an 81 home run pace. So <laughs> probably he's going to go over that. If I had to go over under 80 home runs, he's on pace for 81. I'm going over. Byron Bucks and MVP odds. Uh, let's get it done. And with that, let's find out where is our mind. the return of the tiger so uh, i did not watch a single second of the masters can you give me like a 30 second like what happened yeah so tiger comes out day one you could tell he's not there right he's not 100 percent, but man just muscles through it everybody's pumped he's in the top five you know there's a the changing of the guard the, the some of the new players that are coming out right now are, are just they're on fire, but to have Tiger back there, bring the hype back to the game. Um, and then Scotty Scheffler, hottest golfer in the planet right now, just took it over, ran away with it. Rory came back at the very last day. I mean, I'm pretty sure he was U-turning when he saw Scheffler miss a putt on 18, thinking maybe there's a playoff. Uh, Cam Champ coming out there and, and just knocking stuff stiff, rocking a mullet the whole way. That haircut. Oh, man. <laughs> that <laughs> The fact, you know, can you imagine they had to let him on to Augusta because they couldn't deny him. But you know, you know, one of those old white guys in the clubhouse was probably telling him he needed to cut his hair. Who is this? Um, I'm Googling right now. Yeah, Cameron Champ. Cameron. Yeah. Yeah. I have a feeling I'm going to like this. Uh, one of the best names in golf on top of it, too. I mean, looks like he fell out of a trailer in Alabama and, and landed on a golf course. Okay, I'm uh, looking at this the first time. He's got the party in the back going. Oh, yeah. For oh, sure. Yeah. Okay, okay. I can get behind this. I can get behind this. Yeah. And he's Australian, says crazy stuff. So it was a great, great tournament. <laughs> the finish crazy. was really solid. Um, you know, obviously watching Tiger come back, I think what he does to the game single-handedly, I don't think there's any sport any player that can move the needle faster than he can. You know, when, when he's playing, ESPN's got it running on three different channels. You could it's literally be like win. quintuple the eyes are on on the Masters or any yeah. tournament that Tiger's playing relative to oh, yeah. easy, easy. I mean, his he's, as far as American athletes go, he's still the biggest. He's bigger than Tom Brady. He's bigger than LeBron. He he's worth more to his sport than any other athlete. Yeah. Did he wear red on Sunday? Oh, of course. Okay. Okay. Good. That's that's the lock. That's a lock. Yeah. I just be like, all right, just making sure. Yeah. All right. So so who won? I mean, Scotty Scheffler. Scotty okay. Scheffler okay. was um, it close? Honest golfer, crazy UT UT golfer. Guy came out of UT. Nice. wasn't Wasn't close, and uh, we continue. There's a There's this uber uh, elite wealthy neighborhood here in Dallas called Highland Park, and uh, I don't know if you've uh, have heard of uh, a few people from there. Scotty <laughs> Scheffler is one of them. He won the Masters. Matthew Stafford's another. He won the Super Bowl. Clayton Kershaw's yet another World Series champion. Yeah. Yeah. These all, th those guys all came out of Highland Park High School. All right. So we're going to talk mostly NBA today, but let's hit on Kershaw real quick. Perfect game, seven innings, had to come out. Is this just a, a harsh reality of the lockout and being too early in the season? What, you know, would you have gone for it? I, what What's what your, your general thoughts here? Okay. So in the entire history of baseball, 162 games per team per season. For 100 years, there have been 23 perfect games thrown, right? 23. And you pull a guy at eight Six outs away from 24. Yeah. In what's probably his swan song, right? Like, I, I don't know how you do it. It's, it's, it, it's, we had three pitchers pulled from no hitters this week, and he was, he was the third one, and they pulled him out of a perfect game. I mean, that's mm -hmm. just, it's Yeah, you Darvish went six. Uh, Darvish went nope. six, Musgrove went seven. Yeah, it, it just it's the, pathetic. There's been a lot of no hitters, though. I mean, relatively a yeah. lot. Twenty three perfect games in the history of baseball. <laughs> You're six outs away. I mean, it, I understand it's rational, but I'm just a little bit like, who cares? Just go for it. I I, yeah, I would have been like, hey, even if you have to deal. soft toss it, 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 you know, like just get shelled, it, it, you know. But 
Well, like, they, don't blow your arm out, but maybe like so, take a little bit off and see if it works. You know, well, think of this where they're like, he's 34 years old and they're arguing for pulling him out because he's 34 years old. You could just as easily argue to keep him in because he's right. 34 years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. If his, if he pulls a Liriano and his arm falls off after the end of the game, you know what? Well, we've got that one moment, right? Yeah. I, I guess the downside, right? So it's like, what if he goes for it, doesn't get it and blows his arm out then then he doesn't have either well maybe that's my just being pessimistic though i i would i would have wanted to like go for it i don't know i i would have i would have brought him out i would have brought him out and given him at least another 10 pitches what was the pitch count he was at 80 80 yeah 75 okay old man another 10 i mean he just wasn't built up i mean you know he threw like 55 in his start before when you know, we're all relatively the same age. The pitcher used to be the biggest badass on the team, the toughest guy, the best athlete, the the alpha male of every single baseball team. And now they're they pitch counts and uh, you know, uh, uh, skipping spots in rotation, and they're the limp to the to the dugout with a blanket on their arm to keep it. Yeah. You know, it's it's maddening to what baseball used to be. Well, and you're gonna go, oh that. well, uh, uh, you know, uh, Nolan Ryan, right? Uh, you know, oh, he he pitched so many innings, uh, so he blew out his arm, right? No, actually, he pitched till he was fifty. You know, yeah. so uh, Nolan Ryan, though, much, that that's the guy that like smokes two packs of cigarettes a day, and you're like, see, cigarettes aren't even bad for but you. As much, <laughs> but look at, look at Nolan as Ryan, much proof as you cigars. can provide that uh, all this usage is bad, you can find just as much on the other side that it's not, right. because there's a much longer history of of usage being higher. And what are you going to say? Oh, uh, they they throw harder now. They don't. Yeah, Kershaw's not throwing any harder. He's he's not. He's actually throwing softer now. You know? Yeah, I, I was like, I don't want to rip him, but man, I I would have been like, go out there and throw it underhand if you have to. Let's just see. Let's yeah. just see. And, like soft toss it. Maybe maybe they'll pop out. I you know I mean. Yeah. Give him ten pitches. You know, if he if he blocks a guy, somebody gets on. Hey, you pull him out to the ovation. He's got a one hitter with seven and a third. And everybody's ha- everybody go goes home happy, right? Could you imagine what would have if Dave Roberts goes to pull Justin Verlander out of that game? Verlander's <laughs> kicking the face, or like right? Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer is like, get that, get back there, get back there. I'm not coming anyway. So I, you know, uh, like Kershaw says, like maybe I'll have a chance at another one. So he seemed on board with it. If he was on board with it, fine with me. But uh, yeah, he's saying all of it. Just uh, it just right sucked. There. It just sucked. Yeah. Yeah. All right, a couple quick NBA headlines. Jokic looks like he's going to have the MVP. Boring. Uh, yeah. I'm an Embiid guy. Get it. Let's change it up. I, Jokic got the MVP last year. It, he's not so much better than he was last year uh, to demand a to warrant a second MVP. You and know, Giannis is probably still the best player, but they did not have that great of a season. But if you look at the splits for the Nuggets, so let's define MVP, most valuable player, right? If you look at the splits on the Nuggets, they're they're a plus 20 team when he's on the floor right like, sure i take, mean it's taking beat off the the, the 76ers what do you so you have 17 8 17.8 so they're they're right there neck and neck um i still think Embiid winning the scoring title and doing that probably should tip the line but it, it won't happen but it doesn't seem like it's gonna happen i mean Embiid keeping the sixers together with the simmons mess the saga this year I mean, I understand like Porter and Murray were out for the Nuggets, but I, I feel like the Simmons thing was a total circus. And for the Sixers to be competitive, Sixers won more games uh, than the Nuggets. I, I'm like, oh, I'm not an anti, I'm kind of an analytics guy. I'm not an anti analytics guy by any means. I, I'm pro math and numbers in sports, but it's just like, well, the analytics are Jokic. I'm, I'm just like, watch the games. I, this, it's, I, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be watch the games guy, but Embiid is way more dominant. Uh, than, than Jokic. I, yeah, I, if, could, like, if Jokic didn't win it last year, I wouldn't be saying anything. I, it just bothers me he's going to get two and beat at zero. Uh, but, I'm, you know, this is probably just me as a Sixers fan. But Booker's, Booker's completely getting ignored in all this. Sure. Because right? everyone's like, oh, well, Chris Paul's the veteran leader of that team. Chris Paul went out for 18 yeah, games and they yeah. won 16 of them without him. Yeah, best thing for Booker was Paul going out and them not losing a step because that that's when I started taking Booker more seriously. Because I, I was I was in that camp. I was like, okay, well, I think it's just a combination of Paul plus Booker, but Paul going out and them not losing that, a single step, but that was that was crazy. So Booker and Morant, I think are guys that will get some MVP steam next year. You kind of got to do it once. 
get ignored. And then, then it feels like you come back and, and yeah. have next year. I mean, Kevin Durant game for game might've been the MVP this year. Uh, he, you know, he was all, I think they were 31 and 16 when he played yeah. something yeah, like that. His, so his splits are pretty crazy. He didn't have enough. I don't think he had enough minutes played, you know, really to, to register on the voting, but nah, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't made, think so. so I, I'm pro analytics, but let's not go overboard here. So just watch, <laughs> you know, like Durant came out and said Embiid was the MVP. I think, yeah. he, you know, he's a two-time world champion, uh, MVP himself. You know, I, I think that counts. All right, yeah. so I got a couple questions here. Ben Simmons targeting a game four return. What are the odds that Ben Simmons actually comes back in this playoff series? Two percent. Okay. Okay. So you're taking the under. Yeah, <laughs> that's a heavy under. I would say I'd say there's a 50-50. He comes back in this playoff series. What are the odds? I think I'm the better bet. Be what is what are the odds that he's going to have a meltdown on the court when he comes back? He's uh, there's, be a, there's been a bad out of basketball shape. Yeah, yeah, I just don't see him coming back this series because yeah. you're going to get thrown into Game Four, Game Five of a a tense playoff series after having not played all year. I I mean, what's he going to play? Like 10 minutes? I, it just doesn't, yeah. doesn't yeah, make yeah. a ton of sense. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll put yeah. the odds at the, any time the whole series. I, I'm going to say like 10%. I think, I think it's pretty low. I think yeah. it's pretty low. I'll take the over. I take the over on that. I think they're, they're going to trot him out there. But uh, DraftKings gonna... has had a bet all year. Will Ben Simmons make his first free throw <laughs> uh, <laughs> of, of the season? And, and it just went null. Like it didn't, you know. <laughs> It did, you know, it didn't register. Didn't even hit. Uh, anyway, I, I wish Ben Simmons well. I hope he comes back eventually. I just don't see it happening. I don't even think it's going to be good for him to come back like in the throat, you know, game four, game five of a playoff series might be two, two at that point. I don't know. I don't think so. All right. The Cavs season, they might miss the playoffs. As of this recording, they're going to play in the play in for the eight seed against the Hawks. Uh, first question, who do you have in that game? And bigger question, is the Cavs season still a success? It was inarguably a success for about 80% of the year. They were the one seed at one point in Eastern Conference. If they miss the playoffs, I mean, is that is it still a success? It feels a little de- hollow. Does it depend on why you think they missed the playoffs, right? You know, was it uh... – were they exposed? Did, were, was it injuries? What was it a you know inexperience? The rest of the East heating up a little bit because they definitely started slower. Boston started slow. Uh, you know the uh, the, the Bucks started slow. Uh, I don't know. I, I see it as a success uh, because people were talking about them ahead of schedule. I think they I think they need to win tonight for it to be considered. When you're talking about it, essentially a ten team playoff race which is almost the entirety of the whole conference like you basically have to tank or make the playoffs they they need to win tonight make the playoffs for it to be a success considering where they were just two months ago you know i mean it if they if, if they melt down here the psychological damage that that's going to incur one they're in cleveland which you know you'd probably want to kill yourself anyway and then two you know shout out cleveland Apologies to the good people at Cleveland. You know, and then two, you're, you know, you're just, they were, you know, Cleveland had to be hyped, right? And it's just getting ripped away slowly, piece by piece. And if they lose tonight to Atlanta, of all people, so the, the Cleveland's got to watch Atlanta again make the playoffs and Cleveland doesn't. I just, yeah, I, it, for their season to be a success, they got to win tonight. I think if they make the playoffs, even if they get curb stomped in the first round, that's a success. They, I'm hyped. Yeah, it doesn't matter what happens in the first round. I'm with you there. Uh, I'm hyped for this game. I mean, the Hawks, they're kind of in the contenders for most disappointing team of the year. Because, uh, I mean, they went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year to, to be in the plan. Like, what happened? They, they definitely feel like they've taken a step backwards, even though Trey Young has taken a step forwards. I think he's better than ever. Somehow their team just seems worse. It's like the Cavs, if they don't make it, it's like going to a restaurant. You're like, wow, this uh, this appetizer is like sick. This is so awesome. Wow, this salad, this maybe the best salad I've ever had. You're like, the meal was pretty good. And then you get this dessert. And it's like a shit sandwich. You're like, what the <laughs> hell? Like, I was really enjoying this restaurant. I was going to want to come back here every week. And now, now I'm like, not sure how I feel about any of this. 
uh, you know, they have Evan Mobley. He's probably gonna be rookie of the year. They got Darius Garland. The future is bright, but I agree. It's gotta just be a really sour taste in, you know, at the end of a great meal for the Cavs. Who's better next year, Lakers or Cavs? Who do you think? Better record? Cavs. Oh, Cavs by a mile. Okay, okay. so you're not on the LeBron and uh, AD. You're going to figure this out? No. (laughs) No, there's not a chance. All right, so we're all all going Cavs. But I I don't know. Lakers are probably more (laughs) likely to win the title than the Cavs next year. I'm not saying likely, but probably more likely. Uh, All right, but I guess we're, we're feeling the Cavs fever. So pick for tonight, Hawks or Cavs? It's in Cleveland. I'm going Cavs. I think Hawks. I, Hawks. I'm going Hawks. I think Trey Young pulls it out. They're, they're kind of, they got the experience. They got the, the game seven experience. Yeah, they do. They're, you know, they're probably, a, like you said, they're one of the most underperforming teams out there. I just, I feel like Cleveland needs it. Cleveland deserves it. You know, I think, I think they're going to find a way. It's, it's my, it's my gut instinct bet, which would, mean bet the other side as heavy as you can <laughs> no i dig it it's good to have a little uh, discrepancy all right let's do some nba awards before we get to uh our bets best story of the year most disappointing team biggest train wreck uh right. what's your best story of the nba in your opinion this year team or player anything you want the the, the best story the, the biggest story is lebron and the lakers um now not all stories are uh, have happy endings, but by far <laughs> the the leader in the clubhouse when it comes to the entire NBA and the most talked about team and the most talked about player is the Lakers and LeBron and their failure to not even make a play-in game. Um, despite LeBron uh, being on pace to win the scoring title right. and yeah, him having it at, at 36 years old, how old is LeBron? You know, despite him being excellent still, um it's just not working and um parody in the nba is 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 real right now and it's a better product because of it because the whole lebron goes somewhere that somewhere makes the final story is over and i love that i love the fact not no i have no clue who's going to be in the nba finals this year and that is exciting yeah, I like that you're like best story is not a good story. It's just the best story. So mine, I kind of, mine kind of dovetails off that is that the best story for me is the death of the, the manufactured super team, right? The beginning of the year, Brooklyn was hands down. Everybody goes, oh, God, these, they're going to need two basketballs on the court. These guys are going to blow everybody out of the water. You know, then Kyrie goes flat earth on them and, you know. <laughs> Harden and Durant reunited doesn't work and you know it's just you know the fact that they that teams can't just come in bring three guys together create a super team for a couple years get their title let everybody bounce you know and and a team like the Suns that's just been grinding for years you know is the prohibitive favorite right like you know, that, that part of the story makes the NBA a lot more exciting for me. I'll, re- I'll represent the Suns here as the best story. I mean, I underestimated them coming in. I underestimated them in the playoffs last year. I didn't think they'd repeat. I thought they were fraudulent. I'm I like, I have no choice, but to be bought in. I, I mean, they're. Yeah, you have to. They're, yeah. It's like, are they an all time great team? They were on pace for like 65, 66 wins before they started resting a few guys. They ended up with 64. I mean, just the, the teams that win 65, 66 games, that, that's really rarefied error. I, I, I mean, are we looking at an all-time great team here? We're kind of just, uh, you know, just kind of watching them. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm bitter about the Suns because I placed $50 on Jason Kidd to win coach of the year at the beginning of the year, which would pay $3,000. I know I had, had a similar bet, yeah. He has a very real chance if there wasn't someone named Monty Williams coaching the yeah. Spurs. Yeah, yeah, I think he can rip that ticket up. It, it's Monty yeah, Williams for sure. No, it's probably yeah. that one's probably a goner at this point, right? Yeah. Yes, it is. All right, who's your most disappointing team or player? So, uh, the Houston Rockets are such an unbelievable disaster of an NBA franchise right now. Uh, they had the worst record in the NBA. They have they're devoid of talent. Um, they. They're shopping John Wall of all people right now, thinking they're going to get something for John Wall. I, 
I don't see it happening. Uh, they're banned from China because, uh, uh, you know, Daryl Morey a few years ago got him kicked out of that entire uh, country. And then uh, then he left. Uh, they gave everything to him to build whatever team they could. They gave James Harden the keys to the city. They gave him a biggest contract. He wanted out of there immediately. Uh, it's a, Everything they tried has failed for the last six years. And it continues to fail dramatically. And I would hate to be a fan of the Houston Rockets. Ezra, yeah. what do you got? I'm going Golden State Warriors. And I know it sounds weird, but this was supposed to be, you know, you, you look at the core of that team. Steph was supposed to be healthy. Clay was coming back. They re-signed Green. They had, you know. The, look the at, Warriors fans were like, James Wiseman's coming back yeah i mean wiseman's gonna be that 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 fourth guy that iguodala glue guy we're gonna have i mean it was gonna be you know this was gonna be another warrior super team and they started off pretty good you know maybe outperforming their metrics doing a little bit better than what they should have and just started just kind of shit in the bed and you know yeah they're you know they're they're in there i'm still probably gonna bet on them but in terms of where the beginning of the season where I, I saw them going, this is a major, major letdown. Okay. So like most disappointing team or player I'm going Kyrie this year. I mean, I know he was awesome, but he, man, he just wrecked that whole, uh, you know, and individual rights, et cetera, et cetera. But he just wrecked the whole team, the, the whole season. I mean, Harden will probably still be on the team. They'd be legitimate contenders. I, you know, I, he played well when he played, but yeah, I don't know. He, you can't just wreck shop like that. It, it, you're, you're the most disappointing story of this season for me, like that, that they, that he wrecked everything in such magnificent fashion, inadvertently, inadvertently, whatever, whatever it might be. Yeah. I, what I'm amazed at is that there's no leadership in that clubhouse that went and grabbed him by the neck, you know, and just slammed him up against the locker and said, listen, motherfucker, we need you to, <laughs> we need I know, you it's, to. It's not that kind of vibe. Yeah. It's not even kind of vibe. Like KD, you know, I, I think he's a good leader, but you know, he's a little bit more laissez faire, you know, yeah. that's like guys do what they want. I'd like to see like, if this was, if Jordan was around or something, right? Like how, yeah, <laughs> how would Jordan have handled this exact, like Scotty Pippen or something is yeah. like, I, I don't want to get vaccinated. Yeah. Well, no, it would <laughs> be Jordan, like sure. Rodman, right. It probably would have been Rodman, right? So <laughs> you imagine it if, probably would have been Rodman. Yeah. yeah if, if Rodman's yeah. going, no, nah, man, I'm not doing that. I'm going to sit out. Jordan would have grabbed him, said, listen, I'm taking you to that right now to Walgreens. You're getting your first shot. It's either that, or I've got these three guys that I owe money to that they're going to shoot you in lieu of <laughs> the dead I owe. <laughs> yeah. I think Jordan's like, Hey, uh, uh, come with me. We're going to the casino. And then he like stops by Walgreens on the way. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, first we're doing this. All right, got to, you can answer one of these two. Biggest train wreck or favorite train wreck? What do I mean by favorite train wreck is a terrible NBA team that you're excited about their future, you like watching their games. Who would you rather be a fan of? Magic, Rockets, Thunder, Pistons, Pacers, Trailblazers, Kings. Which of those is like your favorite train wreck team, meaning you'd be most excited to be a fan of theirs for next year? Man, that is some hot garbage <laughs> wow. these are bad teams these are really bad teams this is, uh, my alley. Cunningham is uh you know the detroit right that that's uh that's an interesting player you got Cade cunningham detroit you got yeah. beef stew best nickname in sports isaiah yeah. stewart sports, hands down. uh you got jeremy grant still okay you got a high yeah, pick give, me, give me give me the promise of a young superstar in detroit uh, so, magic anybody the magic franz Wagner, cole anybody? anthony i don't think you couldn't even talk to me in orlando when they were good um, <laughs> i you know mine's the the blazers man and th this is why they're going to be so bad for two to three years in a row I, we talked about this before we started recording but they had the worst they had 80 percent of the worst per of any roster in the entire nba they're going to be so bad for at least two to three years that they're going to have a young core of number one picks that if they can make the right draft choices long-term, that team might be the most fun to watch. Could be. 
So, and not only that, but nothing else to do in Portland except watch the, well, that's Seattle for the soccer. So MLS. Yeah. Yeah. The Blazers are a fun team to root for. Dame will be back. Uh, other than that though, it feels a little empty. The, the cupboard is barren. Uh, right. this- no, I'm, I'm more, I'm a, I'd be playing the long game with them. Um, you know, so if I'm, if I'm looking at that, that group of hot garbage, as Curtis said, um, I'm going to go eh, eh, me throw my hat in the Blazers ring and let's see what happens. I'm sticking with my guys. Give me the Kings, Sacramento Kings. I love rooting for the Kings. I love watching the Kings. They're constantly letting you down. It's incredibly predictable. They're mortgaging the future to get into the play-in, not the playoffs, the play-in. They're training Tyrese Halliburton, very promising young guard for DeMontis Sabonis, solid player, not a championship player. They're doing this every year. It's like their mission statement is not to win a championship. Their mission statement is to just narrowly miss the playoffs, and they are crushing the mission right now. So hey, they're my favorite trainer been, every year. If you've ever been to Sacramento, you'd want to stay there as long as possible too, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I hear the food is incredible. No, oh, it's a great scene up there, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's awesome, man. It's the hotbed of activity. That's where, I'll be, that's where I'll be going straight after our draft party in Tahoe, so – Tahoe to Sacramento. Okay, that'd be a little bit uh, six uh, midnight to six. I guess we might call it. Let's hear a word from a sponsor. Today's show is brought to you by Larry's Lawn Be Gone. Lawns are great, we can all agree, but taking care of your lawn is a hassle. Most people use chemicals to make their lawns look nice. In fact, the use of chemicals in lawns is actually a huge problem for society and civilization. The incessant use of chemicals is damaging our soil and deteriorating the quality of foods we can grow as a society. Well, Larry sees this problem as an opportunity. Larry's Lawn Be Gone takes all those chemicals people use for short-term benefits in the face of long-term risks and quadruples the amount of chemicals in the condition, in this, in this, uh, what am I talking about? In, in this in the liquid. He quadruples it. it. It's barely liquid anymore. It's all chemicals. Larry's Lawn Be Gone uses so many chemicals that your lawn actually disappears. Problem solved. Tired of missing out on the Masters tournament because you have to go mow the lawn? Not anymore. Feeling bad about sweating through your favorite t-shirt while tending to lawn care in the middle of summer? Kiss that problem goodbye. With Larry's Lawn Be Gone, your lawn will merely be a distant memory. And as an added bonus, your lawn will be so toxic that you'll probably lose weight too from breathing in all those chemicals. It's a no-brainer. Check out Larry's Lawn Be Gone today for the barren wasteland of your homeowner dreams. Larry's Lawn Be Gone. When you're too cheap for AstroTurf. Bring on the bets. These bets are so unnecessary. Everybody go and grab your debit card. Getting at some best bets. NBA theme here. I'll go first. Give me the Bucks five to one to win the title. One of my best bets. I think they got to be the favorites. Give me a Suns Bucks final. If I can uh, do a little parlay action, I, I think that's going to be great. Give me the Bucks in six. Taking down the Suns, kind of a repeat last year, but I do think they're the two best teams. I like, uh, I already said, stated this one earlier. I like Dallas to uh, Luca to get healthy and to uh, defeat the uh, pesky Utah Jazz, the dysfunctional Jazz, however you want to put them. Uh, their superstars want out of their Jazz uh, versus an actual real NBA team in the, in the Dallas Mavericks uh, with our one legged <laughs> superstar. So they're plus uh, 250 to win the series. Plus 250 to win the series. Uh, I like it a lot. Uh, actually like uh, taking that one and uh, parlaying it with, with some of the locks, like the Bulls to win or the uh, Bulls to lose, uh, you know, some of the, the more guaranteed Bulls series. losing is guaranteed. That'll That's... juice juice your odds up a little bit on a parlay. Mass title uh, odds all the way down to 40 to 1. Hmm? 40 yeah. to 1. Yikes. Yeah. I don't know there. I don't know. I don't, uh, know, if, I don't know if I'm laying good money out on, on – the Mavs for the title. I don't think, I don't think they can run the table, uh, but, but yeah. for another one, I like, uh, I like Toronto to upset Philly. I think, uh, I think this is a tough draw for Philly for yeah. a few different reasons They uh, you know, they split the season series, uh, Siakam, Fred Van Fleet are, uh, excellent one, two, uh, their Nick nurse is uh, one of the better coaches, most underrated coaches in the NBA. Uh, they play defense, they play team ball. 
Um, and just as an added bonus, um, you know, their defensive specialist there, Marpisa uh, Feeble, he can't go to Toronto because he's half vaccinated. Which he, got is one even shot, he got one shot of the Pfizer. Halfway vaccinated. That's that's almost more perplexing. Uh, yeah. yeah, he had like a, a well thought out answer. He's just a holistic I, guy. He seems he like, like a very smart kid. And I, I listened to the yeah. interview with him explaining what happened. And uh, he had great regret getting the first vaccine shot and said he didn't want to have any more regrets because he comes from a holistic family. And I believe his mother uh, passed early from leukemia. There's some, some sort of issue there as well. So I'm not, I'm not judging the kid. It's just I'm a just saying it's a little bit of an unusual. Yeah. Story. Yeah. Same thing. I, I think there's a bad matchup for the Sixers. The Raptors are so fast and just, they swirl around the ball in defense and, Either Embiid is going to dominate. Who? I don't think Harden's going to do like almost anything. I think Who's Harden's going to get totally clamped. Scotty Barnes. Yeah, that guy's fun. Yeah, he's fun to watch. He is. Yeah. Fun to watch. What do you right, think? So you're going Toronto is one of your best bets. Uh, yeah. How many How many games do you think? Uh, it's it's going to be a good series. So we'll call it. Uh, it's definitely six or seven. I'll I'll go ahead and say uh, I'll go ahead and throw out seven games, okay. just for you, buddy. Just yeah. for you. I'm going Sixers in seven. I I think it's going to be nasty. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm going Bucks in four, <laughs> Sixers in seven, <laughs> uh, Heat in like six. I'm 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 kind of down on the Heat this year. We'll see who. I don't even know who they're playing, but if they're playing the Hawks, I think Heat in six. Uh, Ezra, you want to give us one of your best bets here? What are you going? Yeah, so I'm I'm looking at Finals MVP races. Um, you know, there's obviously you got to bet on the guy who's either going to make it to the finals or the, the team's got to win, right? So you got Booker and Paul in there, prohibitive favorites on the Suns, five to one, six to one. You know, the one that is actually kind of sneaky that I left off on our first conversation was Durant at eight to Ooh. one. Yeah, only eight to one. What are the What are the Nets to win the title? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't have their. I, I feel like I feel like it's got to be worse than eight to one right yeah yeah so i mean you, you'd have to be betting on the nets to make it to the finals right i like the parlay of yeah. nets winning the finals durant winning it yeah nets I are think, plus, I think to, plus I think 650 you, to win the title oh, so they're, they're only giving you a little juice plus 650 uh, versus eight to uh, one they're giving you a little juice it is going to be durant there's no way well yeah, if, if the nets if the nets make it durant like that's actually i mean it's a it's a good solid bet um curry steph is in the same bucket obviously Giannis is in the same bucket if their teams make the finals and win even if it's a six or seven game loss they're probably winning the mvp you know yeah that's a good that's a good side gambling thing that i, I hadn't thought of before if you're gonna bet the nets to win the finals always tag with the superstar to be the mvp right Right. That's like your Kansas bet that paid off, Curtis. Uh, you picked yeah. the, the MVP. If you the had MVP. Kansas winning plus that, yeah, correct. You'd be. And I didn't. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he, hey, props. You still had the the Final Four MVP, but that that parlay would have been really sweet. Yeah, that uh, would have been. Ezra, did you mention John Morant? Thirteen point eight. Yeah, John Morant at thirteen to one. That's another one. That's where, pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, if they make a deep run, you know, he they would have to make the finals, right? So. You got to make the finals, but you know an MVP can come from a losing team, theoretically. Uh, I kind of like the Nets plus one twenty five to win versus Boston. I, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm crazy. The Nets have not looked that great, but uh, I, can Boston's offense just turtle up and you know in the playoffs? I, I feel like I, it could. I just feel like their offense is every bit as good as anything the Nets can throw out there. The Nets plus they is have so, is so bad. Is the I kind of love Marcus Smart v. Kyrie, too. I think he's going to drive Kyrie insane, and it's going to be fun. Yeah, that'd be another fun prop is what do you think, Harden? Who's going to have the, the lower shooting percentage, Harden or Kyrie? <laughs> I'll go Harden. <laughs> Harden's been like 39% last month or so. I don't Harden does not look good. He, he, does not, he does not look springy whatsoever. He's really great distributor, sees the court well. All, all this he's a plus player still but he's not looked explosive in a month yeah i i, I don't know if Kyrie shoots 40 percent though that's my you know i think he gets i think he get like Curtis was saying i think he gets bottled up and thrown in a corner 
And yeah, Jalen be... Brown, excellent defender too. Could yeah. Maybe... yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, I'm not putting big money on the Nets. I'm just saying it's like I'd like that it's kind of worth an underdog. I'm not necessarily picking them. Uh, we're gonna do a playoff pool later, so we'll see where the Nets and the Celtics go. Uh, yeah. Any any hail marys for the people? I'm gonna go Raptors sixty to one to win the title. Don't think it's gonna happen, but sixty to one. Put uh, twenty bucks on it, you make uh, over a grand. Yeah. Yeah, the Mavericks can. can win the title. Yeah, forty Just to one. Flat out, they can. Yeah, if Luca is back, I, I feel like forty one is a good yeah. odds for the Mavs. Uh, Ezra, you're going to talk about a sweep. Yeah, I, mean, I got I got Brooklyn to sweep the series, <laughs> ten to one. After we all talked ourselves out of it, we're like, oh, these Brooklyn bets are. Yeah, well, it's it's about the odds, right? It's about the hail mary. It's one yeah. of those, you know, you throw twenty five bucks on it, get two fifty back. That gives you some scratch to play around with in the rest of the games. And not only that, if Brooklyn does show up, I think they can be, they can definitely, definitely take it. Kevin Durant, exactly. For, is is all the heaps and praises people throw on him? He still is somehow an underrated player. Yeah, like he might be the greatest scorer of all time, and we don't really talk about how you know how great he is. I mean, quick reminder, they came within like a quarter inch of Durant's toe being on the three-point line of beating Milwaukee last year. Milwaukee yeah. ended up winning the title. I mean, he hit this crazy shot. His foot just happened to be like a smidge over the line. That was without Kyrie and a hamper, uh, hampered Harden. So, yeah, yeah I mean, if, if Kyrie shows up and they come in and just stomp, I, I you're not – you. You know, if you're betting money on a basketball game, you're not betting against Kevin Durant. No, no. <laughs> I, th- I think he's the best player in the league. I mean, yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I think so. Where right, do you... let's, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Well, let's play a fun game here. We got an NBA right. tournament pick them. We're going to do a snake draft one, two, three to three, two, one. We're going to each pick five teams, 16 teams from the playoffs. So there's one team that's not going to get picked. If you pick the eight seed, you get either Atlanta or Cleveland uh, or uh, Pelicans versus Clippers. So you basically pick the eight seed for, for the conference if you want. We drew straws beforehand. I actually gave these guys what number do you want. Ezra picked second and fifth. Curtis picked third and fourth, and we'll, we'll continue that pass. So I get the first pick. I'm going the Suns. I, I mentioned <laughs> earlier, give me the Suns. I, I just think they're the most likely team in the West to make the finals. I don't love any of the West teams. I would have been intrigued by the Mavs. I'm just not sure now with Luka being healthy. I think that knocks them down. So give me the Suns for most. And the, the metric here is whose squad will have the most combined playoff wins. That's all we're looking at. Doesn't have to win the title. Just your team has to win the most playoff wins. All right, Ezra, you're on deck. Let me, I'm going to go on Grizz, staying in the West. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I, not only that, but they're fun as hell to watch. <laughs> you boys, you boys are gonna let the defending champions fall to me at three. Yeah, yeah. that would have been that would have been my other pick. Yeah, give me them bucks. All right, Re- very reasonable. Curtis, who do you want on the turnaround here? It's got to be the Heat. Okay. Yeah, because at least you're getting that first round. I got the first round guaranteed. At least you get. At least you're probably getting four first round wins for sure. And it's it's hard to say that by anybody else. All right, so we still got the Celtics. You got the Sixers. Uh, you got the Warriors, Mavs. Yeah, man. Well, there's a reason why my my team's West Coast bias. <laughs> <laughs> so who who you going with? Go Golden State, man. I got okay. I got a homer that one. GSW. Yeah. All right, so so far I've got the Suns. Ezra's got Grizzlies and Golden State. Curtis has two East teams. Man, I don't really trust yeah, now any of these teams. Coming into play here, so. I'm, I'm looking at the Celtics or Sixers. I don't really trust. I don't trust either the, either of these teams no. at all. <laughs> uh, oh man, or I could go Mavs. Nope, not doing that. All right, give me the Sixers because I I think they might lose the Raptors, but if they can beat the Raptors, I think they can beat the Heat. So I, I would have the Sixers. Underdogs against Raptors, but favored against the Heat. So yeah, no, I, I agree. They're they're a good they're a good role on that one. Yeah, they, they play the Heat well. Uh, oh, am I up again then? I guess. Yeah, or yeah, it's right. It's right back to you. All right. Um, give me the Celtics. Ah, I knew it. Yeah. All right. So I got the Suns, Sixers, and Celtics. Liking that squad. All right, Ezra, you're on deck here. 
or you're up. Curtis is on deck. Man, I got to go. I'm going to have to go with the Utah Jazz. Ooh. <laughs> are y'all kidding me? Y'all are going to let my Dallas Mavericks fault me all the way down here. Uh, that, God. Was, that was fate. All right, let's – uh. We're not quite halfway through. Let's reset the board here, though, before Curtis goes again. We got the Raptors and the Bulls. Still got the Nets. Still got the Cavs or Hawks. Uh, we got the Nuggets, Timberwolves, or the AC from the West. Pelicans, Spurs, or Pelicans, Clippers. Give me those Raptors. Okay. I was, I was hoping, I was hoping those would fall to me, but all right, give me my Nets then. Yeah, that's why. That's where I was gonna go. Yeah. It was going to be a little game theory. I already have the Celtics, then I have the Nets too. Like, what? Well, yeah, this yeah, team's going to win, right? You're guaranteed four. <laughs> yeah, Nets. yeah. I, I don't mind being a little guaranteed something. Some the action. Nets fell. So that's a fall. Okay, I, I, yeah, I think that's a fall. I'm not going Bulls. I'll tell you. I'll tell you that I've got the Bulls penciled for zero. It's not actually penciled. It's sharpied him for zero. Uh, picking them. Oh man, I could go the eight seed. Um. I don't like any. I don't like any of this. Am I missing somebody? That's. I'll give me the Nuggets. Give me the Nuggets. Ah. They they have a shot. They can win some games. All right, we got one. This is my last pick. Okay. Oh man, I guess I'll take. Somebody tell me the board here. What am I looking at? It looks like we got the Timberwolves. Uh, We got the eight seed from the West. Eight seed from the East. Uh, and, who, and, the Bulls. and the Bulls. Oh, and the Bulls. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so I'm down to the Bulls. Timberwolves are one of the eight seeds. Yeah. Ooh, I hate the Timberwolves. Don't think they're doing anything. Uh, all right. Give me the eight seed in the East. And I'm thinking it's gonna be the Hawks. Give me, yeah. I'm kind of, I'm kind of penciling Hawks in, but I'll okay. say Hawks or Cavs. All right. Uh, I'm going with those Timberwolves. I want to see a seven-game series. Oh. That that would be cool. That maybe that probably would have been the smart pick. And now you have the Grizz, so that way you're you're guaranteed yeah. at least four. Yeah. All right. So that leaves me <laughs> with Clippers, uh, Pelicans. Clippers, Pelicans, or Bulls? Or <laughs> the Bulls? The Bulls are gonna go last. Clippers. Clippers. Fuck. Is that who you're going? So you get both, whoever, whoever it is, Clippers or uh or Pelicans, but probably the Clippers. All right. So I took, so it went Suns, Grizzlies, Bucks, Heat, Golden State Sixers, Celtics, Jazz, Mavs, Raptors, Nets, Nuggets, 8C to the East, Timberwolves, 8C to the West. Bulls do not get picked. Bulls are the skinny kid on the sideline with. The yeah. Bulls are like, what about us? Come on, we're hey, gonna win let's... like two games. Central and the hype is real for Cleveland. So I'm coming back to you, Cleveland. I know I dogged you earlier. <laughs> you did. You just, they took a stray earlier. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming back to you, Cleveland. I think they run hot. I think there's a bunch of hype. I, they don't have the arms. I don't. They don't really have enough arms to carry through. They got a surprising a lot number of bats on that team, um, and they play solid, solid baseball. And I wouldn't be surprised to see them 25 games, 30 games in. Leading the AL Central, the hype gets real, and then July hits, and everybody's nuts get punched. Stephen Kwan has still never missed a baseball when he swung in the major league <laughs> level. Uh, how many swings would it take one of us to hit a baseball? <laughs> you know, he's taken oh. like 50 swings, hasn't missed once. He finally struck out, but even on that, he tipped the ball into the catcher's glove. So I'm counting that as not a miss. Do you think you could make contact against a major league pitcher? I don't think I could hold my bowels. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I'm so, sorry about that, folks. We're going to need to <laughs> call time out on the field I've real gotta, quick. I've got to take a. I got to take a sit on that one because I've actually faced major league pitching when I was a major accident. Um, so I, I think at 46 years old, I think I could probably go one for ten off a major league pitcher right now. One for ten. That's pretty good. Yeah, I could probably go one for ten off a major league pitching right now. One for ten, like making contact 
with the ball? Fair, yeah, fair ball, fair ball, like legitimate line drive contact where I'd have to run out of the box. That's pretty good. I, I like kind of don't – I well, what the hell? I'll optimistically say – because this will never happen. Sure, of course I could. Yeah, totally. I could do a pitcher. I, I, do, I think hitting Major League Baseball, hitting a pitcher in the Major Leagues is maybe the hardest skill in sports. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, 10 swings, it, maybe can... 10. Maybe I can make some contact with one if I had 10 swings. Maybe. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah fair, ball, fair ball contact where it's a legitimate out, one for 10. I mean, I, I batted in, in independent league ball. I batted about 225. So. Okay. So, yeah, I think I still, I mean, it would take me a lot of time in the cage warming him up into that, though. Uh, let's do a little home run derby one of these weeks. We'll get together do like, oh, hell yeah. Uh, maybe the Frisco Rough Riders have a, like a, a batting practice type thing where you can launch. Oh, no, there's a, there's actually a great spot in Plano um, where they do exit angles and everything. It's like a video game. Okay. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> that's what we need to do. We'll settle this. We'll settle the bet that way. All right, Curtis, what are you looking forward to this week? Uh, man, we got the the man, the myth, the legend, Shohei Otani in town tonight against so my uh, Texas Rangers. So I'm a bit of a fanboy because I uh, got to keep the man last year on my fantasy league when he uh, went all MVP on us. I think you so, bid uh, like fourteen dollars, sixteen dollars. Had uh, had the Angels as a long shot to win the World Series as kind of my best bet. A few few episodes back, um, they're five playing five hundred ball right now. You know, look all right. Did you think about going to the game tonight? Uh, I did, and then I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> for the people. For the people. I was, in I was at opening day on Monday. Uh, good time. Nice. All right, I'm yeah. taking baseball. I'm looking at, I mentioned Byron Buxton hitting 81 home runs. I'm looking forward to Vlad Guerrero Jr. hitting 50. Uh, he's going to pale in comparison to Buxton's 80, but I, he had three last night, four for four, three home runs. This dude, I mean, he's going to be one of the best hitters of all time he's healthy he's like miguel cabrera but i think even better it's it's just nuts his father and him have the same exact rbis through through uh 200 games what it might be so is he on pace to hit like what 480 he's hitting three a game oh 480 left (laughs) yeah Yeah, he's he's at over under 400 yeah but he's on he's on track for a ridiculous season. When, you, you, when the best pitcher in the game tips your tips his hat to you after you've gone three for three off of him, you know you kind of have to like this guy's ridiculous. He's on another planet. His but, hand got spiked earlier in the game. Didn't yeah. matter. <laughs> it, it's just crazy. I mean, it, I might hit four hundred one of these years. I mean, it's he's that kind of bat. So. Uh, we'll so see. Yeah, so Vlad Guerrero is senior, first 350 career games, 221 RBIs. Vlad Guerrero Jr., first 350 games, 221 RBIs. Woo! Get freaky. That that's that's weird. Yeah, that is that's that is getting creepy. And that's our show. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being you. And until we speak again, stay jinx. Tune in next week when we discuss our favorite casserole recipes. Hi, Jace.